Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus Christ, our Lord and our King, our Savior. Father, we glorify your name. We praise you, Lord. We thank you, Father, for what you have done in our lives. As the first song was sung, we are such a blessed people, Father, because, Lord, not because we are the richest, not because the, we are the wisest, not because, Father, we are the most uh, popular ones no father none of these things but because you put inside of us something that could respond to the word and we have received father the word in our age and we say amen to that there is a pull in our heart there is a pull in our soul recognizing father the day that we're living and recognizing the message that we have received that is preparing our heart, that is changing our soul, that is bringing us, Father, Lord, to the image of the Son, that is transforming us. Lord, we want to stay in your presence. We want to continue, Lord, walking with you. What a privilege, Father, on this side to be your servant, to be your children, to be, Father, those you can make participant to a divine nature. Father, what a privilege to walk with you. What a privilege, Father, to receive and to know that, Father, we are in the perfect will of God. Those things that have been hidden since the foundation of the world that have been unveiled to us, Lord. The mighty God that once again unveiled in our age, Father. Lord, and we have received that in our age. What a privilege. There is nothing that can go beyond eternal life, Lord. We thank you, Father, for that. We humble ourselves before you. We recognize that we are nothing without you. Lord, we just want to rely on your grace, your mercy. We are human beings. We have our failures. We have our ups and downs according to the flesh, maybe to the mind as well, Father, but inside the soul. Father, we say amen to the word. We believe. Father, we say that we are believers, Father. We want to walk with you. We want the word of God in our heart. That's our desire, to see the word of God made flesh in our heart. Father, make that your reality once again, Lord. Few words will be said, Father. Don't let that be the words of a man. May you, Father, Lord, may you, Father, block, may you, Father, Lord, close my mouth for the, for the words of a man. But may you deliver the word of truth. May you deliver the words that will liberate. May you deliver the word that will set free. May you give us the word that will give us faith, Father. Father, we commit ourselves to you, Lord. Bless, oh, Father, each person that can hear this, this, this word, can attend to the service, whether physically here or streaming, Father. Thank you, Father, for each part of the service, those who have put their leaks together, Father, leaks of fire together to bring, Lord, this atmosphere, and we thank you for that. 
thank you for the musicians, the song leaders, the technicians, the people present here, Father Lord. Thank you for our pastor. Thank you for the word this morning. Thank you, Father Lord, for our pastor, for the wisdom and leadership. We commit everything in your hands. We love you, Father. Thank you for being a part of a family, Lord. Lord, how we miss each other. How desire again to be together, Lord. Oh, Lord Jesus Christ, we can cry, come, Lord, come, Lord, Father. Because this place is not our place anymore. We desire more of you than anything else, more than ever before, Lord. May your name be glorified as we commit ourselves to you. There are many needs, Father, this morning that have been mentioned. Father, we know in our hearts, Sister Karen, Father Lord, and holy other needs, Father, around the globe, around the world. We are one body. We are one, Father, in Christ. And we are one with you, Lord. Father, just want to commit them to you and may you sustain to those needs and may you help father each person in the name of jesus christ we pray amen thank you brother mike sorry for keeping long thank you for bless you thank you musicians i greet you in the name of the lord jesus christ those who are present Good to see new faces from time to time, the changes, and, and uh, greet you. And we, are, we are fellowshipping, amen? <laughs> fellowshipping around the best thing to be fellowshipping around. You know, I think, I think Brother Banner mentioned it somewhere. There is there's no true, real fellowship without food. So you need food. I think we, we have the best food that we can fellowship around. The revealed word of the hour. And those who are streaming, and I greet you and, and uh, the comfort of your chairs or your standing, and God bless you richly. I invite you to go to the word of God. I kept you long enough. And Romans chapter 1. And 16. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. Amen. You can have your seat. God bless his word. This scripture is still real today, still valid today. The just does not live by his feeling, does not live by his emotions, does not live by his symptoms, does not live by the things that he sees. He lives by faith. The just has, as a you, as a believer, you have always to remind yourself that 
You are living by faith. You don't see, you don't understand everything, you don't see everything, you don't understand everything, but there is something that needs to be pulling you, that needs to be helping you, that needs to be guiding you. It has to be the revelation in the Word of God. That's your strength, that's where you are standing, that's where, that, that where is your victory. I believe in God, I am a believer, He made me a believer, so I keep going forward, I keep moving forward, I keep pressing towards the mark for the prize of the high calling. That's where I'm going. I'm not looking what is behind. I'm looking forward. There is something precious for us that is forward. We are looking to the rapture. We are looking to the body change. We are looking to go to a place where we will be living happy without any worries, without any of these things of the world. That's where is our goal. That's where we are looking. And you live by faith. Let it be your motive. Let it be your strength. Let it be your anchor. Let it be the one that is is giving you the reason even you are there. You are there because you are living for Christ. Amen. Amen. Psalm 139. Just read my notes. Always take the different Bible. It says, Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts, and see if there be any wicked way in me. Lead me in the way everlasting. Amen. Then I wanted to read Mark 4, 14 to 20. Maybe I should just read it, but I don't think I will get to it this evening. I'll put it maybe another part, another service. So I saw the word, and these are... They by the wayside where the word is sown. And when they have heard, Satan cometh immediately and taketh away the word that was sown in their heart. And these are they likewise which are sown on stony ground, who when they have heard the word immediately received it with gladness and have no root in themselves and so endure but for a time. Afterward, with affliction or persecution, ariseth for the words for the words' sake. Immediately they are offended, and these are they which are sown among thorns, such as hear the word and the cares of this world and deceitfulness of riches, and the last of other things entering choke the world and it becometh unfruitful. These are they which are sown on good ground such as hear the word and receive it and bring forth fruit, some thirtyfold, some sixty, and some a hundred. I believe that each one of us can identify to the last category. Those who can hear the word of God and produce much fruit as needed. Amen? That's where we want to be identified. Amen? I would like to speak this evening. Hopefully I won't be too long. Just want to give a simple, relatively simple message, but one thought has been on my mind for a while and just, just struck me, struck me, but I just want to just want to put that and and, and, and give some 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 munitions or food or some thoughts for for, for prayer or for, for for meditate upon or looking upon your heart. God, I need something, I need what has been received. Can you check into my heart? Do I have what you require from me? Amen. Every message, every sermon, God always speaks. I thank God that this morning God spoke to our heart. Amen. 
I appreciate really the sympathy. I, didn't, I never see that this that way, and it struck my heart, and, and I just say, thank you, Lord. I want to be in the same wavelength. I haven't seen the same vibration. What you are saying, you say, amen. I want to be amen. You say, A, I want to be A. You say, B, I want to say B. I want to be vibrating at the same wavelength as you, Lord. That's where I want to be. That's where the church needs to go. Amen. He came himself. He didn't send only an angel himself. He came down on the form of the word of God so that we can come to the same frequency with the word of God. Amen. That's where we want to be. Thank God for the message on Wednesday when it spoke to our heart, the voice of truth. I pray, God, I want to receive the word of God in my heart. I want that to be a reality in my heart. Lord, make that a re- not only a sermon, but I want that to become a reality in my heart. Thank God when Brother Maxwell preached to us about the witness, it became a subject for my prayer for a couple of days. Lord, make me a witness. I want to be a witness of God. You always have a witness on earth. Make me that witness, Lord. I don't want to rely on some past experiences. I want every day to be a witness of Jesus Christ and the reality of the Word of God. And now that the time we have a little bit more time, I can work from home. I put different messages. I'm enjoying putting a message of pastor. Brother Harold, I put the messages. I listen to it. I listen to it. I re-listen to it. I re-listen to it. And it, it, is, it is stabilizing me. I, I, I enjoy that time. And I thank God for that. I can talk to you. I wish I could even take that, that sermon and preach to you. Oh, it will be a blessing to you. Every gift is important for the bride. And of course, the prophet as well listening to that. I don't know where I was, but... I'd like to share with you the thought of receiving the word and letting it have the preeminence. The title put, Receive the Gospel of Christ unto Full Result. As we read this familiar scripture of St. Paul, we realize that he's making a great statement of the word of God. First of all, he's saying, I'm not ashamed. I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ because it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believes. The word of God is the power to everyone that believes. The gospel of Christ. I love that because the gospel is the good news. We have so many bad news around, but when you can come to the Word of God, it's just so refreshing. It speaks to your heart. No other the subject that it is, it's just refreshing your heart. You can, you can identify yourself to that. You can identify to the Word of truth. You can identify to the Word of life. You know that what is making you, you know that it is your anchor. Oh, that's the good news. And the good news is not only something from the past. It is the Word of God. The Word of God is inspired. It means for every situation, it has the solution. It is inspired. Every day, it has. It can be applied to your life today. It can be applied to your life tomorrow. If there is a tomorrow, it will be applied to your life in the future. If there is a future, the Word of God doesn't, doesn't fade away. The Word of God will stand. Amen. It is the good news. It is what it should be be should be giving you strength to move forward the word of god the word of god it is our light when we are walking in this time of darkness we have the word of god that is our light guiding us and leading us amen 
How can you be ashamed of such great things that we have received? How can you neglect such great things that we have received? We are not embarrassed about the message. We are not embarrassed about the prophet. We are not embarrassed about the seven seals. We are not embarrassed about the revealed word of the hour. It is our life. We, it, is, it is what we are. <laughs> I've said it a couple of times, but let's say it. The word, it is what we are. We cannot be embarrassed by what makes us what we are. It took us from the place where we, we were in the Marie Claire and put us on the rock. And now we are walking by faith. Amen. Sometimes... As a brother Ed preached that I think this Sunday, the other Sunday, and he mentioned, mentioned, says, we need to be con- we, are, we need to be concerned. We need to be convinced, and then we, are, we need to be concerned. It struck my heart right there. We need to be, we need to be concerned because the level of how it shows that you are. Convinced it by the way you are concerned. If you are not concerned, it means you are not convinced enough. If you are ashamed of something, it means you are not convinced enough. If you don't get to the full result of it, it means there is something wrong on the way. But as you are being convinced, it should make you concerned. And what is, should be the main concern? What should be the man's wonder? What should be the man's thing? The main thing that should be in the heart, I believe, in the age that we are living. It should be, Lord, make your word become a reality in my life. Make your word become flesh in my life. Let your word have the full preeminence in my life. Amen. I'm not trying to create fear. I'm not trying to de-Christianize people this evening. I'm just trying to make it as a checkup, just in your whole life, see, to look into your own life this evening. It's going to be simple. I want to want to make it simple, hopefully. But sometimes I go to different places, but I just see the main thought that I want to convey this evening. Just look yourself into the mirror of the word. God, am I convinced enough? Just look yourself into the mirror of the word. Lord, does your word have the preeminence upon my life? I want the word to have the preeminence in my life. We have made it an expression sometimes to say, let the word have the preeminence. But what is the word to have preeminence in our life? The word having preeminence in our life, it means it has changed you. It has changed your ambitions. It has changed your attitude. It has changed your desire. Everything is being funneled. It has been filtered through the word of God. It's not you controlling the word of God anymore. It has to be the word of God controlling you. Amen. Is it the time to be more on fire for God than in time of relaxing? We have the privilege to be still here, having some sort of the church services that we have in some way. We're looking forward for if there is a tomorrow to be back again. But let me tell you that other places in the world where they don't have church at all. Where every church is located in every house. Every house is having its own church. They don't even have the communication that we have, and the phone and different things. They're completely isolated by themselves. But let me tell you, in all the situation, every situ- in their situation, as in our situation, it is time to look into the word of God and say, Lord, I want a personal walk with you. 
Is it time to look, Lord, I want the personal Lord to view. What should be my concern? What should be, what should I, what is should be the thing I should be concerned about? Yeah. Are you with me this evening? Yeah. Let me ask you a few questions. It might help you to give you munitions to be think, thinking about it. If the rapture happened today, am I going to be one of them? Do you have the power of the resurrection inside of you? Am I a blessing to the church? To the church, whether we have local meeting or whether we don't have local meeting. Am I being a blessing to the body of Christ? Nowadays. That should be a concern to you. You can't just be there and thinking, no, I'm, I'm just living my own life. I'm just living my... Are you being, are you being, are you making, are you being a blessing for the body of Christ during this time? There is different, a Christian cannot be there without a work to be done. A Christian has the greatest weapon that God has given that Christian is to be on your knees and praying. Amen. The more you are ready, the more, the better for the bride. The more you are dedicating yourself, the better for the bride. How can I be a blessing when there is no meeting? I thought about an elderly sister who, just to sent her an email. She thought of her all of a sudden. When I was a student, she, she's an elderly sister back in Switzerland, and she, she, she used to help me. I didn't have, didn't have money to, to, to take um, the train to go to the church. It was 45 minutes, I think, or 35 minutes by train. So every time I go to church, she didn't have money. So she, 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 her and her mother, Elderly, but they're helping me to church, going to the church, the church all the time, all the time. And just thought of her, oh God, may you bless that sister. So I send her an email just to think of her. Oh, I'm still thinking of you, and I thank God for what, how God used you. And she took a couple of days, and she replied back to me and says, oh, thank you. I was really touched by your email, and I thank God for that. And just a humble way. Um, but, but what she said, something says, you know, even in the, taste, in the way I am, she's very elderly, she can't go, she's very vulnerable, and if there's things that are happening or surround, surrounding, but she says, you know, there's some young people coming and do shopping for me so that I don't have to go outside, just touch my heart, so, oh, there's still someone who can care for someone else. Even in this time where there is someone who still have a concern, how can I be a blessing for someone else? How can I be a help for someone else? There's still many needs among the bride, amen? Don't just be in your own corner thinking in your own world. There are still, you can still be a blessing for the bride. You can still be a blessing for someone else, amen? In my family, in your family, in my family, in your extended family and the people that you know, how many are saved? Is your are parents saved? Is your, your husband saved? Is your, is your wife saved? Are your children saved? Are your sisters and your brothers saved? Are your relatives saved? Is that not a concern for you? You should not be concerned about those kind of, of the people of that problem. You can say, yeah, it depends on the election. Or if they're part of it, yes, they're part of it. But remember, Brother Branham prayed for his father in the worst condition as he was a drunk and everything but he still had a burden for him the church can have a burden for one another God give us a burden for one another Lord give us a burden what we can do to be a blessing for someone else this is a time of being completely convinced 
Because the level of shows how convinced we are, it is measured by how concerned we are. The prophet will say, if you are convinced that the power of God unto salvation, then you should be concerned about your brother's salvation. Are you praying enough? Do you have issues with other people? Do other people have issues with you? Then pray for them. <laughs> Amen. Are you concerned about your Christian, like, Christian testimony to be a good witness? Are you concerned about seeing the full manifestation of the word of God? Are you concerned to see, to know what is God's purpose, what purpose is in your life? Are you concerned or are you just living a kind of life? Oh, I don't care what God is making out of me. God will make out of me. God, make me what you want me to be. Even if you want me to be a doormat in the church, I want to be willing to be a doormat in the church. You give the will and you give the power, Lord. Let me tell you that the good news is the gospel of Christ is the power of God unto salvation. It is still the power of God unto salvation to whoever believes. Amen. Anything that you don't look at, let me say, Jesus Christ is here. The word of, what, if you look in the word salvation, like the word the prophet put it, as you know, as a message believer, the word salvation for there, the prophet sometimes refer to it as a sozo. The word sozo is not only limited to one extent of, of our life or in the physical part. It extends in the physical part, but also in the spiritual part. As I'm looking into the word, I look into the word, in the Greek word, it says it is actually an inclusive word. Word that contains all the redemptive blessings. Whatever you have need of, let me tell you, in the gospel of Christ, there is everything that you have need of for the salvation. It might be healing, it might be justification, sanctification, the baptism of the Holy Ghost, redemption, everything is contained in the gospel of Christ. Amen. But now I'm asking you the question, have you received that gospel of Christ in your life? As we are talking about the gospel of Christ, we're not talking about Christ of yesterday, we're talking about Christ of today. I want to read a quote of Brother Barnum that is speaking in Invisible Union of the Bride of Christ. He says, the word that fell on the day of Pentecost will not work this day. No, sir. You know these things, but let me just remind you that that's what it is. No, sir, that was for Pentecost. This is for the bride. Going home of the bride. We got something different. The Pentecostal represent that again. We are in the bride age. No more the word of Noah. No more than the word of Noah would work in the days of Moses. No more than Moses' law would have worked in the time of Paul here. He tried to tell them you are dead to that and you cannot have that. And I'm skipping a little down here. It says the fire is going to fall one of these days. God is going to let him come and decide to be high. Would you be ready when he comes? Would you be ready to go up with him when he comes? The secret rapture of the supernatural bride should be made from mortal to immortality, be changed in a moment, in a twinkling of an eye. We which are alive and remain shall not prevent them which are asleep. Let me try to tell you why I'm reading this God is to tell you that we have received the message of the hour. It's not the message of Pentecostal. It's not the message of Luther. It's not the message of Wesley. It's not even the message of, of the people of Reformation. It is the 
the word of God to prepare us for the bride. It contains in it even the faith for the rapturing faith. We need to have that in our heart. We need, once you receive that, it gives you the power even, even for the rapture. Amen. We are not looking for the foolish virgin running to and fro looking for the oil and the Holy Ghost. We know where the Holy Ghost is. The prophet says the Holy Ghost is the word of God in you. Amen. How can you have the Holy Ghost without having the word of God? In our age, let me tell you, any people who can be born again are those who can only be born by the uncorruptible body word of the Son of Man, which is the word of God. The uncorruptible seed, which is the word of God. Amen. The more you feel upon the word of God, let me tell you, it's changing you, it's it making you a better person, it's making you a better Christian. God doesn't make partial Christians, he makes full Christians, amen. Oh, praise be to God. We have been awakened by the midnight cry, behold, the bridegroom cometh, go in to meet him, but now we are living in a time of trimming our lamps. This is time, this is lamp trimming time. We are living in a time where we have to search our heart. We have to look into the word of God. We have to receive the word of God. As the song says, I was once lost, now I'm found free from condemnation. Jesus gives, uh, gives liberty and a full salvation. Jesus has given us full salvation. The word of Luther cannot give us full salvation. The word of Wesley cannot give us full salvation. But the message of the hour gives us full salvation. Let me just remind you as we are going through this time, even this time of this thing that we are going around on the outside. But let me tell you, the outside has some work, but we should be more worried about the inside. This is the time we should be more worried about the conditions of our souls than the conditions of the flesh. Amen. Because the flesh will perish one way or the other. In the rapture, we will leave you behind. We'll have a new body. Amen. It's not going to be this best house, but it should be the time where we check our heart because God has given us the ability, or let me, the opportunity, that's a better way. God has given us the opportunity to check into the word of God and also search our heart. Jesus is the word of, of God for the age. The message of Luther cannot keep us from sin. It cannot keep us from shame. Think about it. The word of Luther cannot keep us from shame. We would have been still be smoking and different, different things. If we were in the denomination, we would have still been doing things that the denomination is doing completely insane as we heard this morning. But we thank God for receiving the message of the hour. But it's not only to get up to a certain place where we feel ourselves convenient and we take a portion, a part of the message and leave the other part of the message. The bride is for ordained to receive the whole word of God. The things you are convenient are convenient to you and the things that are not convenient to you. Lord, I want every word of the, of every part of the word to be a reality in my life. Not only the things I like to hear. Let me caution you because during this time, sometimes we switch to things that we want to hear. We need to hear the whole word of God. We need to check in our life, in all aspects of our life. There is no excuses for anybody. <laughs> Amen. Are you still with me? I want to read 
What does it look? What does it look like? Why does it look like? So why does it look like sometimes as if the word of God is not effective anymore on some people? Why does it look like that sometimes the word of God does not look like it looks like it's not effective on some people? You know, Brother Banham preached many messages and it always struck me. Why people find it so difficult to live a Christian life? Why people are so tossed about? Why? No different questions. The problem is not about the word of God. The problem is about the people. Amen. Sometimes we take too much excuses. Sometimes we take the word of God by tradition. Sometimes we just hit and we take it by tradition and we do things by tradition, by routine. We do things because we have been used to this way of doing things. We have heard it for so many times, but we do things and do things. But is it really going deep inside of our heart? Is it making a reality from the side? It has to come from the heart and be out from the outside. Amen. Let me read what the prophet says. He says, there is only one way provided for God for anything of 63. But what the word, but watch the word of the Lord now. God has got the way of doing things. And we must do it in the way that he wants it done. Amen. If it isn't, then it's not effective. Jesus found something like it when he came in his day. He said, you by your tradition has made the word of God of none effect by your traditions. See, they had, they had hybrid into, injected into God's commandments, their own traditions, which made the commandments of no effect. Amen. So what is the way? Just want to go the way of remembering, of remembrance or reminding you things. The prophet says in the exposition of the seven churches, he says, Now notice here that Jesus, by the Spirit in every age, addresses himself to only one person relative to the word for that age. Only one messenger for each age receives what the Spirit has to say to that age. And that one messenger is the messenger to the true church. Amen. He speaks for God by revelation to the churches, both true and false. The message is then broadcast to all. But though it is broadcast for all who come within range of the message, that message is received individually by only a certain qualified group or in a certain way. When I read that, I said, thank you, Lord. There is a certain people that are qualified to receive the message for that age. And by thank God that we are that people who are qualified to receive the message in a certain way. Amen. The Satan cannot receive the message that we have received. Think about it. Satan cannot receive the word of God. He receive a part of the word of God, but he cannot receive the whole word of God. He will always reject few parts of the word of God, but the bride has the quality to receive the whole word of God. Amen. Each individual of that group is one who has the ability to hear what the Spirit is saying by way of the messenger. Those who hear are not getting their own private revelation. Let me tell you, I want to emphasize on that. You are not getting your own private interpretation of the message. You're not getting your own private interpretation, revelation of the word of God. It has to be what is going to give us here. Nor is it a group getting their collective revelation. 
Our church is not there to give a collective revelation. This is the way we believe. This is the way we handle things. This is the way. That's not because this is a collective revelation. It has to become a personal and individual revelation. Prophet says, but each person is hearing and receiving what the messenger has already received from God. God, I want to receive what the prophet of the age has already received. Amen. And I want to take the whole word of God. Eve took the word of God, but she just rejected 0.1%. I don't remember that much possible prophet thing, but maybe 0.000001% that she rejected. And that part that she rejected, that caused all the suffering that we have today. The bride has to take the whole word of God. Think about it. In fact, whenever we are rejecting a portion of the message, it's bringing you back to another age. If you have in the bright age, you have rejected the message of today. If you reject the third pool today, let me tell you, you are back in the Pentecostal age. You are living and running with a message of a Pentecostal. Let me tell you, if you reject the gift among us, you are running with a message of Wesley. If you reject holiness and think that it is legalism, you are running with a message of Luther without knowing it. But let me tell you, we are receiving the whole word of God. Amen. In parentheses, I was just discussing, I was showing my wife, something taught my heart. Look how Mary, if she, she received the word of God on her age, in that age as she received the word of God, she says, let, let it be unto me, let it be done unto me according to your word. It was the right attitude at the right time, and she received what God has promised for her age for that time. That how should be the attitude for the bride today. God, give me what you need for my age. I'm not praying for something different. I'm praying for the word of God to be made flesh, the word of God that I've received for my age. Amen. But look at the attitude. If you just have to look at a bit of attitude of Mary for a while here as an example, just talk my heart. I'm sharing with you. But she was going with the revelation and things that was happening. Amen. As she came to the end of the life of Jesus, of Jesus Christ, and when he was went, and when she, and when they had to go into into the into the upper room, she didn't rely only on the experience that she had in the past, thinking, you know, at that time I received the word in my in my womb, so it is enough for me. No, but Abraham says she had to go into the upper room to receive the Holy Ghost. She had to follow the leadership of the Word of God. She had to be. She had to follow the revealed Word for that age for that time. We are in a time of making the word of God become a reality. We are in a time of the manifestation of the sons and daughters of God. It's not only enough to be saying oh, it is in the word, to have knowledge upon the word of God. That's not enough. It has to become life. It has to become a reality. If it's not a reality yet, let me tell you, may God give you the burden to have that desire for that to become a reality. Don't be relaxed and say, oh, I already received the message, that's enough. No, God, make that become life more and more. There are certain areas in my life, let me tell you, I'm still struggling with it. Are you a preacher? Yes, you're a preacher, but I'm still struggling with it. And I want more of God in that area than never before. Amen. 
I'm taking excuse. Oh, this is my nature. This is the way I grew up. This is the way that there's nothing to do. The word of God doesn't make any distinction. There's no respect or no person. You have to come to the image of the Son of God. Amen. Now, coming back to the bride receiving the word. Now we have, there is another dimension, the prophet says. There's another dimension, which is the fourth dimension, because science has probed into it and found it. It is radio. There are no senses our body can detect radio and television over that either wave. Yet, let's say something there. And, uh, my printer just crashed on them. So, but the idea is, you need to, there, 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 is, there is a reception there is a reception, you have to be a reception, you have to be a reception point, there is a reception point in order to get the word of God, in order to get the waves in the television, that dimension, there is, there is, the images run here, there are voices run here, but as a human being, you can't get those things unless you have a device that can capture that, that is receptible, that can catch that wave, that can catch that, that wave, that's what we want, we have the word of God, now God has given us the ability to catch that image to cap that voice let me tell you we have it's not i'm not saying these things because because i'm trying to belittle you i'm trying to remind you who we are amen we have that ability to receive the word of god and for it to become a reality amen you know reminds me when you are younger those old television that we had if it's raining and then you see small rice on the television, it means you have to change the antenna in order to receive properly. <laughs> How many remember that? <laughs> you know, and sometimes you have to send someone on the roof, hey, move this, oh, it's better, it's better, it's better. Leave it that way, leave it that way. Because you have to be in a certain direction to receive the, everything so that the image can be clear. Let me this time where we have maybe to change our antenna. We have been listening to too many things. God, I want, to, I want to recalibrate that to make sure that I receive everything that I need for my walk. Everything that I need to make myself ready. Lord, may you help me to redirect. Let me help me to stay in line. Amen. No time for destruction. The question we should ask, what is receiving the word? Now we have been, I'll read this quote of the prophet, the church ages. Now we have been constantly saying that the true evidence of being baptized with the Holy Ghost is the believer to receive the word of the age in which he lives. Oh, I thank God for that. There are too many evidences of, of the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Some people say you have to shake the you have to shake the the, the the preacher, you have to shake this one, you have to have a testimony, you have this, you have to speak in tongue, different things in the in the religious world, different kinds of evidences. You know, you have to be this way. You have to be this way. You have to be this way. No, you have to you have to have love. You have you have to demonstrate certain things. But we thank God that He has given us the secret. He says. The true evidence of being baptized with the Holy Ghost is for the believer to receive the word for the age in which he lives. You have to receive the word of the age in which you, 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 you live, the word, the, the, the word for your time. Amen. Amen. Let me tell you this. 
But what is receiving the word of, or the word of God? Just struck into my heart. Because sometimes we have put this court and we have put it to a higher level. Just think, oh, you know, because I believe that Brother Banam is a prophet, I have the evidence of the, of the Holy Ghost. Oh, no, because I'm part of the church, I have the evidence of the Holy Ghost. I can tell you, court, I can explain to you, I have an understanding of certain things. I can explain to you the Godhead. I can explain to you the baptism in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I can explain to you all different things. It gives me the evidence of the Holy Ghost. That's not what the prophet is talking about. When the prophet is talking about receiving the word of the age, it has to bring a result. It has to bring a change. It has to be made manifest. It has to come from the head into the heart. It comes to restore our heart. Malachi 4 comes to restore our heart. This revealed truth, mystery truth that we have received, they come to restore the faith of our fathers. Amen. That's where we have to go. That's where it has to become a reality. Amen. Let that be a burden. If you don't have any... Because recognizing that William Branham is a prophet is not the evidence of the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Legion in Mark 6, 5, 6 recognized that the Lord Jesus Christ was the Son of Man. He qualified him. He qualified him more than how the Pharisees could qualify Jesus Christ. But he was still legion. <laughs> he had to be cast away. So qualifying, recognizing the messenger doesn't make you automatically that you are born again. You need a personal relationship with God. The Bible says in James 2, 19, 20, I like James because he is the minister of a pastor. He, comes to, he likes to bring things down to the level where people are living. Not too much on the spiritual thing that you make things abstract. Things have to become practical. A Christian life is a practical life. Amen. A Christian life, it is a daily walk with God. A Christian life, it is manifested by the fruit. Amen. Amen. You know, the church here, you're representing those who are streaming. <laughs> Thank you for your pull. The prophet will add, the word is laying here. Oh, I didn't read James. It says, Thou believest that there is one God that doest well. Thou believe that the brother of Anam has been sent as a Malachi for. Thou doest well. The devil also believe and tremble. But will thou know, O vain man, that that faith, that faith without works is dead. Do you know that if you just believe that level, it's good, but that's not enough. It has to become to another level where it becomes a manifestation of the word of God. The prophet will add the words laying here. It's not you that reads the word and say, I believe it, but it's you that receives the word. So it's making a difference here, saying, I believe and receiving the word. You've got to receive it. The ground has to receive that wheat in order to reproduce its life. And you have to receive the word of God in your heart to produce what the word says it will. <laughs> Every word of God is a seed. There is a rapture, there is a rapture, is a seed. There is healing in the word of God, it is a seed. You need salvation, come to the seed. Take the seed, amen. Receive the seed, it will manifest itself, amen. Oh, amen. 
It will take away worry, trouble, sorrows, and all these different things because the word of God is the seed. What is then receiving the word of the age? Receiving the word of, of God of the age is not knowing the word, as I said. If you receive the word, the prophet says, if now I'm quoting the prophet, sometimes I put, like when I put the prophet on the side, then you know that I'm quoting, but I put in my notes sometimes I, I miss to mention. If you receive the word by knowing the word, that doesn't do you any good. The letter killer of the spirit gives life. Then you must be born again. Then the Holy Spirit quickens the word to you. In other words, like a grain of corn, it's laying in my hand. It's just a grain of corn. It will never be nothing else. But buried, it comes contaminated. It's mold. Then it brings up another grain of corn just like it. And speak to the rock. It is there. You believe it's good, but you have to receive it. It means you have to take the grain of God. You have to to make it life, God, and it has to reproduce and becomes life. Oh, Lord, help us. I like the way the prophet makes himself the difference between looking into the word of God and receiving it. He says in God's provided way of healing, there is a vast difference in looking at God's word and receiving God's word. Them that receive the word, not them that examine it, but them that receive it, God added to the church. Such as be saved, 3,000 souls receive the word. Now, you can hear the word preach. You can look at it. You can admit that it's right. Ken did admit it. All the others did. But just where the word fell brought forth, them that receive it gladly were baptized. I'm skipping to save some time here. Now, we can preach the word, explain the word, but you have to receive the word. Hallelujah. That's what set it fire, brother. When you receive it, the revelation, something slips out of the unseen world yonder, comes rolling down through a mystical channel somewhere into your soul. That says, now I see it. Your eyes brighten. Your lips that hang down straighten up and smile. Oh, that's what I needed, Lord. That's for me, Lord. Amen. Every muscle in your body seems to rejoice. <laughs> let me tell you, young people who are listening, if you don't have this experience yet, let it be that become a burden for your heart. Lord, make me smile when I receive the word. Make me smile when I identify myself with the word of God. If it's not doing something to my heart, not in emotional, but something deep in my soul, Lord, there is something that I'm missing. And then the prophet says, something is going to happen, something. You don't need to be in a prayer line then. You got it then. So in those who are about to get in the prayer line. Oh. Receiving the word of God does not mean understanding everything, being able to explain everything. That's why the prophet will say, you can receive the word intellectually, but let it soak down through to the heart. That's where it begins to reap the result. So what is receiving the word of God? Every time you receive the word, you receive life. Take it into your heart and believe it as your own possession. Every promise is yours. God gave you a checkbook when you receive the Holy Ghost with Jesus 
Jesus' name wrote at the bottom of it, whatever you desire, are you afraid to fill it out? Let me tell you, to receive the message is to make it your possession. It's applying the word of God to your life. If many people only believe the message and apply it to the prophet. Oh no, this message, this is only the, for the prophet. Yes, there are many things, the discerning of the thought. It, it, is, it is that ministry, the son of man ministry, as a part of the discerning of the sign of the Messiah that reserved to the prophet. But when it comes to the sincerity, when it comes to the prayer life, when it comes to the love that he could display to other people, when it comes to the manifestation of the word that he believed, he didn't only preach the word, he lived the word that he preached, it has to become the desire in our heart, not only applying that to the prophet, but applying that as well to our life. Lord, if I don't have that attitude that the prophet had, there is something that I'm missing. Because he was, he was the word of God in him was waved in front of us, telling us that there is other people in the field that should come to the same maturity. The field, that those who are in the field, they shouldn't say that's only for the sheep or the wave sheep, not for us. Lord, give us, help us to come to that same maturity, Lord. Receiving the message is becoming your possession. It is putting your name into the scripture. It's knowing your position into the scriptures. Brother Banam is Revelation 10, 7. I'm Revelation 8. I'm Revelation 10 from 8 to 11. That's why I feed upon the word of God. That's why I, I eat the book. That's why I stay in prayer. That's because I'm a part of, I, I see my position in the word of God. I receive the prophet and I know my position in the word of God for that to become a reality. Amen. As we know the story of that story of the captain, just like it the way it says, in all time, or all things, the prophet says, and that young man who was telling to the prophet, or to the captain, he said, let me read it the way mama used to read it to me. He said, I read it to you the way it's written in the Bible, but easier the way that mama used to read it to me. He said, go ahead, son, read it the way your mother read it. He said, Mama used to set it up on her, to set me up on her knee and read. He was wounded for Willie Pruitt. He was bruised for Willie Pruitt. The chastisement of Willie Pruitt's priest was upon him. Let me tell you, you know the quote that goes on. And then the captain says, oh, that's so good. Can you put my name there? The brother Banam didn't come just only read what was written here. He read that to us and put our name inside of us. This is for you, the bride. I don't call you church anymore. I call you bride. Because your name is there. You are part of the scriptures. You have to come to the same maturity. Praise be to God. As Peter could testify, this is that. The bride has to come to the level, this is that. If this is not that, let me live in it until that that can come. <laughs> until the rapture comes, that I will stay with this that I have because they changed me there to that far. It will lead me until the rapture. I trust this message is bringing to you a burden in your heart to cry unto him. Lord, I don't want to receive the message in a superficial way. 
I don't want it just to be things on the spiritual, the traditions of people or my parents or because I've been in the church for so long. I want the message to be really a reality inside of me, Lord. This is the time I have to look into the mirror and see, Lord, help me. Let the word of God discern the intent of my heart. Let the word of God discern the thought of my heart. I was just thinking about it. I don't want, I don't want, I don't want my action to be better than my thought. I want my thought to be better than my actions. Then my actions will follow my thought. Sometimes we have put things on the outside, but the thoughts are still bad. And we are not reflecting them because people see only on the outside the thing that you are a real person. But let the thought be so loud, the soul that are crying to God, that are crying so loud more than our actions. Let our thought be so clean that the outside will follow the thought. Because the message of the hour, it comes to discern the thought and the intent of the heart. prophet says, anointing, who do you say this is it? That's the way the message is. You can sympathize with it and say, it's right. But you've got to take it yourself to become part of it. Then you and the message become one. Then the anointing is with you as it is with the others. Uh, let me tell you, end of course. This is the big issue, I think. Because... That's why we have seen so many people rejecting the message. But, again, I'm not trying to scare you, but that's the thought that came to my mind. I was just, oh. They were song leaders. We thought they received the message. They claimed they had the Holy Ghost because they received the message. But he was a preacher. But you reject, how can it be? We thought that he had the Holy Ghost because you received the message. It doesn't break the scripture of the prophet. It doesn't break what the statement of the prophet. The statement of the prophet is still valid. The evidence of the Holy Ghost, it is the person who receives the message of the hour. But what is it about receiving the message? Is it because he can quote the scriptures? Because, because he can preach? That's not not receiving the message. It's deeper than that. It's deeper than a sympathizer of the message. It has to become life. It has to become a union. It has to become you. It has to become your possession. Hallelujah. The prophet says, that's why I think today we have so many, not so many rather, genuine new births. Is because the seed is maybe will sympathize with the word or the person, but they don't want to rot away from the old system that they're wearing. They don't want to come out of it. They want to stay in the old system and claim the new birth or the message of the age. That's the message at the court of the prophet himself in the birth pains. Why we don't have new births? It's because we don't want to rot. We want to stay the same. We want just to claim. We don't want to stay the same. We don't want to change. We, we have our own conceptions. We go, I'm, I'm telling to you, I'm talking to myself too. We don't want to change. We don't want to give out priority to the word of God. We don't, want, we don't want to change our habit. We don't want to stay the same. Let me tell you, the, word of the, wor the world, not the word, the world today, 
You see, as Brother Ed mentioned that time, people have been under fear. They start taking the word of God, the Bible, they read the Bible. They, that's good to some part. And we thank God for that because every knee has to bow down to him. But let me tell you, they are looking forward for the things to come back to the normal, how it used to be, or things of some kind of normal, to the gates to be open, so that they can rush to the old same things and do the same thing as they used to do. But that's not the attitude of the bride. We don't want to go to the same old things again and do the same things again. We want the change. We want something different in our lives. Lord, you are giving me this attitude. I want a revival. What is a revival? It's not new members. I don't think we might not have new members, but we want each person to be a revival. The trash of the world to put away, the bad habit to put away, to have a different kind of life, to have a different burden, to understand one another. Let me tell you, once you stay in the prayer, there is something that comes into your heart. You become more sensitive to things of God than you were before. It's a reality, brothers. May God help us to understand that it's time for a change. It's time for a closer rock. So to sympathize with the message is not enough. To believe that the message is the truth is not enough. You've got to accept it it's got to become a part of you, and you have to become a part of it, then it becomes yours. Receiving the message is to be married to the word of God and be part of it. You cannot claim that you are the message, you are a message believer, and your life is not changed. Are you still with me? Trying to contain my emotions here. I can. And James 2.18 says, Yea, a man may say that has faith and I have works. Show me thy faith without thy works, and I will show thee my faith by my works. And it says in James 1.21-22, Wherefore, lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness, and receive with meekness the uncrafted word which is able to save your souls. But be ye doers of the word, not hearers, only deceiving your own selves. Many people have been deceiving themselves, just being your hearers of the word, hearing here, being hearing here, hearing. But is it, are you a doer of the word of God? Is it changing your life? Is your life being changed? I like the version part of the French here. It's not because French is the language of prophecy, but uh, I just like the way the French put it. It says, it receives with meekness the word that is sown in you. So the word of God is sown to you. As it is being preached, it is being sown to you. But you still need to receive once it is sown inside of you. I like that. Because it has to become united to the word of God. Become a marriage to the word of God. As we heard this morning, when you are walking with your husband or your wife, you know each other so well that you start vibrating the same way. You know, sometimes people look at, oh, they look so similar. They look alike. Because they've been so much together for some time, they look alike. Let me tell you, the word of God, now we are living in a time of marriage. We should look alike like him. 
we, he said, when he shall appear, we shall be like him. He has appeared in the form of the word. Let us be look, looking like him. Let us reflect him. Let us be him. <laughs> oh, praise be to God. But that said, I'll be closing time soon. He shared a quote with us. I heard it some, someone. I heard it maybe in a sermon. I've read it someone. Or someone sent it to me. But it didn't touch me at that time. And then he resent it to a group of ministers. And it became, it became kind of a prayer for me for that week. Just because it's so in line. And I don't think God put things just by, by chance. As I was coming to my, to my, in my car. Because I'm following the Brother Banner messages from... Each year, I like to follow Brother Bana message by ear. I follow continuity. I see how it's going morning. So I put uh, uh, 63 now. So I'm listening. And now it was exactly the same message, exactly at the same time. I listened to it exactly at that quote. Just oh God, that's a confirmation that the word I want to say. It says this I'm looking for a time of a breakforth of the Spirit in these last days that we are now living in. For another surge of the Holy Spirit into the church. For rapturing faith just before it comes. And everything is sitting straight in order for that. And I believe that we are now at the time that the world should have preeminence. I believe that the time is to lay aside our creeds and our thoughts and come back to the word of God. I just thought, oh God, that's the time. We have received the message. Everything has been set in order. Everything is there. Oh, Father, I'm looking forward for that breaking forth. I'm looking forward for that manifestation. I'm looking forward for that surge of the Holy Spirit. I'm looking for the rapturing faith. Help me to come to that rapturing faith. I'm looking for that, Lord, to see the word of God have the preeminence in my life. Lord, I want to have the word of God having the preeminence in my life. Because without the preeminence of the word of God... In our lives as a bride, there's no rapture. Forget it. <laughs> I'm being negative a little bit, but I'm putting a point. Forget the rapture if there is no preeminence of the word of God in our lives. There is no rapture if the word of God is not changing our attitude. If, if we don't want to align to let the word of God be in the headship in our houses, in our life, in our attitude, in our ambitions, in our desires. Forget the rapture because the threefold purpose is there. It has to express himself to Christ. It has to have the preeminence in the bride. Then there will be the return of the kingdom. You can't go to the return of the kingdom without passing through the preeminence in the bride. It's our time to have the preeminence of the word of God in our lives. I don't want to be long. Musicians can come. Just play a soft song. As I'm preparing... That's where I read Psalm 123, 29 rather. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thought. And see if there be any wicked way in me. And lead me in the way everlasting. Let the word of God try us. Let the word of God know our thought. 
Let the word of God divide asunder the soul and the spirit. We don't sometimes we put things in the spirit and we think that it is our it is the soul, but it was only on the spirit realm. And if we are not careful, we are missing the point. But let the word of God come and divide asunder to show, you know, this is only emotion at the head, or this is only a sensation we had there. But let come that from that, that spirit realm. I want it to come into the soul realm. Then the soul will have preeminence on the spirit, and the spirit will have preeminence on the flesh. Not the other way around. That's why we have received the word of God. The two-aged sword come to cut asunder. Without the message of the hour, we couldn't separate them. The denomination, they combine both. They think that all things are in the realm, realm of the spirit, it is the soul. No, the word of God comes, says you have to start by the word of God. May you put priority to the word of God. Then the word of God will take care of the rest. Amen. That's what we have received. Just close our eyes, everybody. Young people, where you are, man, in your house. This might not sound like a very uplifting message in the time of where people are already struggling with different things on the going on and the financial needs or different things I know I, I fully know myself or maybe the sickness or everything I understand and the word of God can heal and is still the healer but, but something more important is the soul amen Maybe your faith is not ripe yet. You have heard the message in the intellectual realm. You've been part of the family. I believe those who are streaming, all of us, part of the church, have been part of the family. I've been in the message for a long time. You, you understand it's been there by tradition. You, the parents are good parents and things like that. Remember our study at the beginning, don't be ashamed. Even your house there, don't be ashamed to raise your hand before mama or daddy, before your sister or your brother. Don't be ashamed to raise your hand to God. Just tell him, Lord, I want to receive the word in my soul. I want to be united with the word. I want it to be my possession. I want that to become a reality in my heart, Lord. I want the word to have the full preeminence in my life. Decisions that I'm making, things that I'm looking at, and, diff and all different things, the way I'm behaving. Is the word of God having preeminence over me? Or am I just doing things on my own? This applies as well to the adults, the believers. 
as the prophet says, intellectually, we are hearing the message that God has given us. But the church needs to lay in the presence till it stands up. You become sweet in the spirit. Is that maybe a concern or something that you should be concerned about? Lord, make me tender. Make me sweet, the word. Make me more like you, Lord. You might be thinking this message may be appropriate for those who have never heard the message. This is an evangelical message. I understand that part. But remember, not to scare you, but remember those who left the message. They didn't receive it in their soul. Lord, I want the word in my heart. I want the word in my soul, Father. Because if it is in my soul, it will keep this body under the subjection of the word to keep my, my thoughts my imagination my fear all the other things under the subjection of your word my heart is open search my heart examine my heart I want to lay bare at your feet. I want to be tender in the presence of the Holy Spirit. Make that a prayer in your heart. God bless you. Precious Heavenly Father, my hands are raised. Whoever wants to raise a hand, Father, can raise to you. Lord, in this time, we just want to receive the word in our heart. Father, more, because we know once we receive the word of God, we become the word of God. That the only way to be overcomers in this last age, Lord, is to become the word. How can we become the word? By receiving the word, Father. How can we have overcoming power? By receiving, Father, the word in our heart. Make the word of God real in our heart, oh, Father. Bring us closer to you as never before. May you take anything that is not of yours, Father, we pray. We want, Lord, the word of God to try our heart, to search our heart, to remove any bitterness, to remove anything that is not of yours, Father. Lord, may you come and have the full preeminence in our heart. Father, we have heard it for many years as preeminence, preeminence. Now we want it to be a preeminence in our life every day, Father. Lord, we don't maybe have an opportunity to show our works on the outside. That's not important to show on the outside. We want our hearts to be changed. Now is the time for our heart to be completely changed, Father. To be molded, Father, by you. May the fire of the Holy Ghost come and consume, Father, anything that is not our heart. That is not of yours, Lord. We want to lay our heart at the altar of Malachi, for Lord. At the altar where that has been restored in our age. 
Father, may you hear the prayer. Certainly there are so many needs, Father. We want to start by the need of the soul. You will take care of the need of the heart. We need to take care of the needs of the spirit. Take care of the need of the, of the mind. Take care of the needs, Father, of the flesh. Father, Lord Jesus Christ, may you put the burden in our heart, the burden of the word in our heart. Thank you, Jesus, for the word. The gospel of Christ is the power of God unto salvation for whoever believes. Father, we believe. Father, we declare we believe. We accept the word. Father, let that become a life inside of us. You have told us therein, therein, the scripture says, therein he is the righteousness of God. Father, Lord Jesus Christ, we want to see that become a reality in our lives. Grant it, Almighty Father. Thank you, Lord, for our church. Thank you for our pastor. Thank you, Father, Lord, for the ministry, the fivefold ministry. Thank you for each part of the church. Make the love of God a reality. So listen to the prophet saying, Oh, when he went on the other side, this is what I've been preached. This is what you have been preached. This is the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost make real. Father, now we want that the Holy Ghost to be inside of our heart. They can say you have the evidence of the Holy Ghost receiving the word of the age in the soul. That's what will lead us on the other side. It's the same Holy Ghost. The same Holy Ghost. Bless your people, fathers. Go separate ways this evening. May you help us to meditate upon the word of truth. Father, is that the reality? Is that the reality already in my life? Make it a reality. Because they have, we have received the word. Not, Father, we don't force you to do things. But we are praying this so that the scripture might be fulfilled. The scripture, the promises you gave to the bride might be fulfilled. That's why we are praying, Father, Lord, Lord, to have all of the transformation in our heart. That's why we are praying, Father, for restoration in our lives. That's why we are praying, Father, Lord, oh, Jesus Christ, for the healing, even the body, Father, so that the word of God might be fulfilled. That's your word. You shall do greater work in this time. That's your word. We are claiming that, Father. We claim the blood of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, now we pray. Amen. Lord, my heart is open. Lord, my heart is open. And won't you come, come inside? Fill upon my being Ever to abide Will I've opened all the windows And thrown wide every door So Inside me, Lord, I need.